But where are you really from? But where are you really from? Hi everyone, I'm Jesse Lin, and I'm Angela Lin. Welcome back to another episode of But Where Are You Really From? Today we're talking about couples counseling. Why are we talking about this? Well. <laughs> I think there are several reasons. One is that we know that everything to do with dating, relationships, intimacy, romance, all this stuff is very interesting to all of you because it's always like one of our top performing genre of topics that we talk about. And previously, we've discussed like our experiences with individual therapy. So it kind of like bridges those two worlds. It's also relevant from like a timely standpoint in that we've both at least tried couples counseling, couples therapy to some extent or have done some research into like wanting to explore it. I don't think it's talked about a lot because no one likes to talk about their like problems with relationships with friends unless it's just like complaining about <laughs> the other person, right? Yeah. Um, and like, I feel like there's still more of a taboo around the concept of couple therapy sure. than, yeah, than like regular therapy for yourself is becoming more like kosher and like people are embracing that of like, yeah, you go to therapy, like good for you. <laughs> but like couples therapy is not. I don't think yeah. at all on that same level. Couples so. therapy is giving individual therapy from like 10 years ago when people are like, you're a failure. Yes, yeah. exactly. But yeah, so I think we wanted to start with like, what exactly is couples counseling? What shape can this take? And how does it differ from individual counseling? I think a lot of us, when we think about therapy, it feels like there's so much crossover between like, if someone can do individual therapy, they should be able to do couples therapy, like my therapist. I found her through Ramon initially, and then I'm the one who like extended it into talk therapy. And so especially because she knows both of us, when I first was interested in broaching the concept of couples counseling, I was like, hey, can you facilitate therapy for the both of us? And she was like, no. <laughs> Like, it was, like, a very fast, like, no, I'm not qualified to do that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so interesting because why? Like, it just, it didn't make sense in my head because I was like, you know me, you know him. Like, you know all of our baggage because you've been listening to my, at least my side of it for, like, a long time. Mm -hmm. It felt like, especially she would be, like, the best connector point. And she was just like, no, it's not the same because like couples therapists are trained in managing the dynamic between two people. Like it's a totally different thing than just like being totally focused on one person and like being able to facilitate like making sure each person gets time and that like you are leaving time for you as a therapist to give feedback and to like kind of guide the discussion and all that stuff. So she was like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not, like, I can't because I'm not trained in that, I'm not qualified. Mm. Um, and so she referred me to, like, a specific organization that she, like, knows people in um, that she was like, it, it might be a good, like, resource for you to find your own person. But she was like, it's not the same, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, well, my therapist was very much the same way. I originally approached him about it and he was like, I don't do couples. And I think that there are some situations where the training is not there, but I also being partnered with someone who just graduated from a master's in psychology program, 
I do feel like John, for example, was trained on all of that, but there's definitely like a preference level as to whether or not you feel comfortable working with the couple as well as your your like actual educational experience in managing that because there's, you know, kind of like what you learn in school and then like applying it in real life is definitely more difficult. And I definitely think that managing a group dynamic is much harder than doing a one-on-one situation. And I think there's also that baggage concept that you're talking about, even though your therapist has seen both you and Ramon, it's hard to be able to kind of objectively assess what is going on. Even though you have kind of like equal input from both sides, you have too much information, right? So you already like know the ins and outs of things too much. So I think also sometimes that's why individual therapists will be like, I'm not going to do this for you and your partner. You know, there's already too much context there for me to have an objective evaluation of your partnership and do this kind of therapy as a couple. For me, it's like probably the biggest reason is just so that the therapist can remain like objective in evaluating how you are as a couple. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they're only human, so they can't help but be a little biased if they've heard mostly your side for like a long time one thing that i did notice that was like just a very slight nuance but i was like i wonder why this is i don't know if you noticed in like your research but when i was looking for couples counseling that's actually more how it was referred to like couples counseling not couples therapy even though I was like, I mean, it is therapy, right? But like, as opposed to you don't search for like a counselor unless it's every time I think of a counselor, it's like at school, like a school counselor or like something more clinical almost is yeah. what I associate with the idea of a counselor for like an individual therapist setting. Yeah. But when it came down to looking for a couple's resource, couple's counseling was kind of like the nomenclature yeah. used a lot. And I just found that really interesting because I was like, uh, is this different? And maybe it is. I had never done any sort of couples, whatever, like counseling, therapy, whatever you want to call it, before being in this relationship. And so my only exposure to like what this even was, it's like TV, you know, like reality TV where they're like, <laughs> like in with their couples counselor or therapist and like dishing about their shit. So I had like a conception of what it might be. And also, obviously, I'm bringing my like individual therapy sessions into what like and just like making assumptions based on that. So maybe there is a difference between couples therapy and couples counseling, because at least for me, because mine is like, I think more like she refers to herself more as like counseling like couples counseling there is almost more of like an instructive element to it where they're trying to like teach you specific ways to like work in your relationship dynamic and there is sharing time and like for us to you know speak about specific experiences and how we feel and blah 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 but as opposed to like what I witnessed on reality TV when they're in with their therapist, it's literally just like complaining and almost like more the traditional idea of therapy for the individual self, at least, where it's literally like mostly you guys talking and then the the therapist is just there to like ask questions of like, hey, are you sure you're thinking about this the right way? Like, what about these things that might be driving that, but more guiding the discussion, but less like intervening almost. 
So I don't know if you saw any distinguishing factors between counseling and therapy with regards to like when you were searching for couples resources. Honestly, I didn't. But for but I what I did notice is that each of the therapists has like different methodologies or frameworks that they use on their couples. They might be more well practiced in a specific framework than another. I will say Officially, I have done one couple session. I'm not technically in couples counseling because we're searching for one. But I do feel like what you were saying in terms of the session that I had versus what I have individually, it's quite different. So the couple session, and also because it was kind of a limited time, like once thing that my individual therapist did, but it was definitely a lot more guided. Like it was a fully guided session. Like it wasn't kind of just like, open to like saying whatever you want it was kind of like there were prompts and then he would push us along the way to talk about our feelings about each other or bring up like positive memories from the past or something like that but it wasn't just kind of like free association like it is with individual therapy because a lot of times with individual therapy i just kind of go in and you know my therapist is like what do you want to talk about this week like what's been troubling you and it's really kind of just like loosey-goosey free association kind of situation but this was very different it was highly structured with like specific questions and activities and, and things to do in the session yeah probably why many individual therapists don't want to just randomly say yes to couples dynamics because it's totally different in how they have to prepare as yeah. well yeah yeah okay well let's get into the meat of it so let's start with each sharing why we were motivated to seek out couples counseling therapy whatever resource um i can start first for us or for me because i was the one who was driving it i mean honestly at a certain point it just feels like if you keep doing things the same way and getting the same shitty results like you must be doing something wrong and so for me it was like all of our fights felt like they were the same underlying issues that kept coming up but just like manifesting with a different topic right like it could start with as dumb of a thing as like leaving you know something out in the living room and kind of like the way we talk to each other about mm -hmm. putting that away or whatever but it's not about that thing it's about like our certain dynamic or like trigger points and whatever and for me it just felt like we kept smashing against a wall where it was like we aren't solving these issues well yeah. where we're letting things get out of control and i'm noticing very specific patterns that we're not able to break and then thinking about how individual therapy was helping me so much with just like being more open to exploring what's the root, like even if I keep having patterns of stuff, like knowing what's driving that so that I can be more aware and then like hopefully stop giving into that as much. Like I just knew that there must be some benefit here where like if I'm seeing benefit from an individual standpoint, there must be something we can do from like a couple standpoint to be happier together during conflict, especially. So that was my motivation. How about you? Yeah, I want to say it's very similar, just that we were coming up kind of against the same problems continuously. And although I personally feel like our communication about individual needs is very strong, there was still this kind of gap between understanding each other and what was happening in reality. And at a certain point, I just felt like it was no longer 
enough for us to just continuously talk about it and we needed someone to objectively look at the situation and be like is this making sense is the communication working and like what are things tactical activities we can do to really like cement changes in behavior and so that each of us can have our needs met and so i think that was really the similar thing to you we're just like coming against the same challenges like again and again and again and at some point you just kind of have to be like i can't do this like by myself like i I don't have the answers i've tried all the tools in my itty bitty tool belt and it needs someone else to to come in and and have a look see and see what's going on Hey listeners, wondering how you can support us? The biggest way is by increasing our visibility by following us on Instagram at where are you from pod, on TikTok at but where are you really from, subscribing to our YouTube channel under but where are you really from podcast, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, and telling your friends. The more people we can get to listen to the show, the more we can continue spotlighting different perspectives and stories. And if you feel so inclined, we're also accepting donations at buymeacoffee.com slash where are you from. Thanks y'all. I think the next thing we wanted to talk about was kind of the different methodology that we have experienced. And like we've mentioned now, like every counselor slash therapist is different. So you're not gonna like if you've never done couples counseling before, and you're interested in doing it, like you're gonna have to vibe out your person because everyone does it differently. But these are just like two examples of ways that it could play out. And then once we explain the methodologies, I think we're just going to go into kind of like Q&A with each other about mm-hmm. our experiences, just so that you guys have a little bit more insight into what this kind of couple's situation might entail and how it could or could not <laughs> benefit you um, if you're interested. For me, um, I mentioned that we found our woman through a like organization that my individual therapist recommended. So it's called the Couples Institute and anyone can go on their website. They have a certain roster of therapists globally, although I think they're largely Bay Area. Our woman doesn't live in the US. We actually happen to be connected with her because we were going to be in Korea for, you know, um, several months and we needed someone that was going to work in our time zone. So she's actually based in like South Africa, very random. But it worked out. And specifically with this organization, they have a very specific methodology that they use. Mm. So I think all the therapists that are associated with Couples Institute, they have the same kind of like toolbox that they bring in. And then of course, every person is like slightly different in how they work with their clients. So I'm sure they tailor it. She started with trying to educate us on like the foundational stuff that is occurring in every single couple so that we knew kind of like what is considered normal to be going through because I think a lot of times especially when you're in conflict and things are so heated and you feel like you're at a standstill you can think like are we crazy like are we just never gonna work because like who else could possibly like withstand this kind of shit right now and like be in a healthy relationship And so it was really helpful that like in the first few sessions, she basically took us through like, what are the natural stages of a couple from when they like first get together and are like really eager to bond and like figure out all the things you have in common up through when you start kind of figuring out like your each's different voice and like your different opinions. And then moving into like, 
clashes where you're then having like power dynamic struggles and eventually from there it's just like at that point couples have two options like you are not seeing eye to eye on anything and like it feels really hard to keep going and you can either break up which was like a really hard reality for her to just say like that's literally like an option it's like you're just it's not gonna work or you take this opportunity to say like we need to find a different way of doing things if we want different results and so then like that setup was kind of like the way in to teaching us like what are these different ways to deal with things and with the end goal being that instead of viewing conflict as like a negative thing seeing it as almost like a puzzle for you as a couple to like work on together to learn more about each other and find like a solution a joint solution to like both feel good coming out of that conflict so it was very different for me because especially in the beginning I think she was almost like relying too much on the materials where I was like I haven't spoken a single word in like 60 minutes and I didn't know I was signing up for like PowerPoint you know so and that's actually a good point is like I think for individual therapy and couples therapy it is really important to give feedback to your person if you feel like you're not getting what you Mm -hmm. want out of the session Mm -hmm. they're not gonna be butthurt like obviously be kind and respectful in the way that you deliver the feedback but like they're there to help you so after I gave feedback of like hey I need to make sure that we have like sharing time as well because we need to apply it to us otherwise this is like not gonna actually help us just to know these things and she's like that's a great point so then she kind of like tailored how much time she was spending on like the educational part and then how much time we got to share how it applies to us but that's kind of how that institute works and how then she brought that methodology in it was like every session she had like a specific almost like a module of like you know certain type of conflict or like reason so for example like a whole lesson on like triggers Hmm. and where they came from and like Hmm. how to recognize them and that kind of stuff like then we'd work through examples so it was always very structured in that way nice so of course my situation is not like an ongoing one but i can definitely speak to kind of how it rolled out I am not a big fan of saying specific kinds of therapy because there's like cognitive behavioral therapy, whatever. Like I can never remember what each of these things are. So like I I will just explain how I felt. And before I start, I do want to say like usually when you start working with a therapist, they'll do like a 15 minute intake session with you to kind of describe what the problems are. And I think originally when I did this, I was like not really paying much attention to it. But I think it's actually really important because this is when you can tell your therapist like, I prefer that you coach me through things like this. I prefer that you focus on feelings or I prefer that you focus on like actionable things. And that way the therapist knows like, okay, cool, this is what you want. And it's in my wheelhouse or this is what you want. Maybe it's not in my wheelhouse and you can like match yourself to the the right person before you even start wasting your time and money working with the person. My therapist is very focused on digging deep to figure out like what exactly you're feeling, like what your tension is, what your emotion is, and then trying to be accepting of that and acknowledging of it. Because I think a lot of the times you get into a situation where there's a frustration and you feel even worse about it because you're like down on yourself for feeling that way. You're like, 
I shouldn't feel shitty and this is shitty and it's stupid or like I don't want to acknowledge this emotion because it's a waste of my time and like it doesn't feel like it's a part of me. And a lot of the therapeutic work that I do with him is basically acknowledging that these emotions are coming from a place of almost self-love, like self-preservation and the need to like protect yourself and it serves a purpose and it's a piece of yourself that you should extend kind of love and warmth to and so i think that was how he applied it to the session that i did with my partner it was definitely more structured but a lot of the exercises were about really recalling positive or like highlight moments of our relationship and speaking those actually to each other so it was almost like he was giving the prompt and then we were having the conversation and just like remembering all of these good moments that we had together so acknowledging again like finding those emotions those really deep emotions and bringing them to the surface and acknowledging them for those of you who are glass half empty sometimes i feel like this helps me a lot because a lot of the times i think that i tend to trend negatively in terms of how i think and which things are kind of like top of mind when in like you know in reality like there are a lot more positive things it's just kind of like the weight of it is different in my head and so it helps to pull up these positive emotions and remind me that hey there are like all of these good things about x y and z being in my life so this is kind of how how my therapist approaches it i love that and it actually i see parallels i think even if you have different methodologies i do think there's similarities in kind of what they're trying to do one of the main things that my woman does a lot emphasizes a lot is that the only way that you're going to be able to like become a stronger couple is if you build really strong trust between the two of you and all of these little things like remembering and naming all these happy times that you had together and stuff are ways that you are building trust with each other and similarly my woman also does kind of that like at the start of every session she does ask like hey before we even start like Ramon what did Angela do well this week in terms of like trying to you know change the relationship dynamic Angela what did Ramon do so it's nice to kind of hear like the other person uncensored uh, viewpoint on that and then also Something that she emphasized really early on that we're still not like great about doing, but I see why she emphasizes it is she's like, every single day, you need to spend dedicated time together, whether it's as short as like five minutes because you're so busy, you like can't spare more than five minutes. Or if you have the luxury of like, you know, an hour or whatever, where all you do is affirm each other. There's touch, like you're hugging or you're holding hands or like, whatever and all you're doing is like saying what you admire about the other person or like what they've done well today what you're proud of them for and it is not it's like a sacred time when you're not allowed to talk about things that are like bothering you or like trying to solve problems that you have in your relationship it's like just a time to uplift each other and to like physically you know be close with each other Mm. and she's like it's important because once you build up enough of a bank of these types of moments together when you're in conflict it's easier to remember that you love each other (laughs) Mm. because when you're in the heat of things you're like i fucking hate you right you're just like i don't even know why do you love you anymore yeah exactly (laughs) 
And so she's like, you need to have a strong bank because every time a conflict happens, you're essentially kind of like withdrawing a little bit from the yeah. bank. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, if your bank is empty, you're fucked. You know what I mean? So yeah. she's like, you need to do that. Um, and it's all about trust. So that was, that's like something I see parallel with how your therapist brought that up. I love that. And I totally agree. I, I totally agree that a big part of it is just you're like building trust in each other to be there for each other. And something that I wanted to add regarding how my therapist does it that I really like is acknowledging your feelings, I think makes it easier for you to acknowledge your needs, like in a really clear and non heated way. And I think that that's so important, because a lot of the times, many of the problems are just kind of small things that you've repressed. And then it just like builds over time, and you don't express what need it's connected to so i i really like that because it puts the partnership in the perspective of what it is which is that it's a partnership made out of two individual people who bring their own individual needs and emotions into the relationship the partnership for me part of the frustration was i felt like a lot of the challenges we had i have no agency in rectifying them or like moving the needle and so being able to speak my own needs and my own emotions kind of gives me back a little bit of the agency in the relationship because I'm like, oh, yes, like I own this part of it. This is what I need. And I can say like, this is enough or this is not enough. I love that. And again, I'm like, there are so many similarities. One of the like also key structures that our therapist taught us is the way to work through conflict, which we have not perfected by any means, but we've practiced with her in the session. So we like, in theory, understand how it should work and that we, we can like see what it can do if you can actually like keep your emotions in check during the conflict to like get through the exercise. It's similar to you about kind of like expressing what emotion you're feeling and whatever first and like owning that instead of going into accusations which is most people's kind of like default way of working in conflict because you're kind of like defending yourself right so it's just like you feel like you're attacking an enemy almost right and so she was like instead of doing it like that where it's like it's your fault you're the one who did this like you made me feel like that it's starting with a vulnerability which takes courage to even start with that and then expressing like what that unmet need is or the trigger that's being like triggered by uh, that that causes that emotion. So for example, instead of saying like, you're so mean, you did blah, 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 it would be like, I feel really sad because like the way that you expressed XYZ reminded me of this dynamic with my mother or like whatever, whatever Ooh. the trigger is. I mean, I'm very self-aware now yeah. of all the like individual therapy I've done. So I'm like, this is literally triggering because my dad used to do this or like whatever. Right. But anyway, so like starting with that, which is very vulnerable because you're essentially like kind of olive branching of like, this is like what I'm scared of and I'm offering it to you on a plate. And what I need from you is to like meet me halfway with the same type of approach where you're not there to like cast stones at me, but you're number one curious about like why I'm feeling that way and trying to like understand me more. And number two, like you will reciprocate with a similar manner of like how you felt in the conflict when neither of us wants to make each other sad or like angry or whatever. So like, what can we 
better understanding about each other to like make those bad feelings go away. Easier said than done has not worked that well yet in like practice, but something I really like that she has told us many times now is like you move through stages. So she's like, most people in relationships and regarding conflict lack awareness <laughs> of oh what's God, happening like, with them. Yeah. yeah. And lack the skill to like move their way through the conflict and so she's like you're now in the stage where you are self-aware of like what the fuck's going on of like what's triggering you and like that you want to change that like these are the things you said that you would try but you're unable to do that so she's like you're in the self-aware but like not skilled <laughs> stage which feels like a really hard stage to be in because you're like i can see what needs to get done but i like can't do it or like we can't do it but she's like, it just takes really practicing it over and over again for it to start moving into the self-aware and skilled box. But she's like, there's nothing you can do besides like keep practicing and like keep making those like very incremental steps of progress towards trying to be a better person individually. Because that's actually something that she emphasizes a lot is that you can't change the other person. The only person you can change is yourself. So it actually feels a lot more like individual therapy within the like couples therapy umbrella because she's like, it's all about like, what is your goal of like what you want, what kind of person you want to be in this relationship? Because you all you can really do is try to get yourself closer to that goal. And by doing that, you will in time influence the other person to also work on their path towards their goal of who they want to be in the relationship. But you literally cannot do anything to say like, you need to change. It's like that won't happen. You can't make anyone do anything. You can only hold yourself accountable. Yeah, so I really like that. Because again, it just it's the ownership of your emotions is you. So even though you're acknowledging that what the other person did is what caused you to feel that emotion, you're saying like, this is all me. And it's like, I need your help to help me through this because you're my partner. And I hope that you love me enough to do this for me kind of situation. And I, I, I really, I really like that. And I think that you made a good point at the end, which is that Couples counseling is not about fixing the other person. In a lot of sense, it's not even really about fixing your relationship. Like a, a lot of the conversation that we're having right now is not really individualistic. It's almost just about like the experience of the couple. And so I think that one of the maybe tropes that's incorrect that a lot of people think about is, oh, you're like bringing the other person in because you're mad at them and you're going to like fix them. And like that is not going to happen. 100%. No way. Anyone who thinks like, if only a third person were here to like hear how crazy you are so that nope, I could have surprise. someone to like, nope. no. <laughs> no. Wait, okay, I want to dig in a little bit more about what you said. It's not so much individualistic. It's about the, the experience of the couple itself. Like, what do you mean by that? For me, it's just, it's not about necessarily changing your person it was more about like experiencing the positive parts of our relationship more vividly than i had been and using that kind of as you were saying like your piggy bank using those emotions to level set when you're experiencing negative emotions as a way to not have those emotions kind of take you for a little bit of a 
more of a ride than than they should. I was like kind of coming into it thinking that there would be like very specific things that would be asked of us to do, but it wasn't really like that at all. It was more just about like thinking about and emoting about the relationship and really taking that almost as like a talisman or like a focus point when you're having like negative moments of um within the relationship so you're in the process right now of finding a more kind of continuous absolutely resource yes how are you finding because i think that's something that's kind of like a black box a lot of times with therapy is like how do you find these people so my number one advice first advice to everybody listening don't talk to your insurer they know jack shit about anything like i literally when i was doing individual therapy i went on the insurer portal to find people in network about 80% of the people I contacted were not in network and the other 20% didn't respond. And then I asked the health insurance person to help me with it because they have like resource teams that will like supposedly like hook you up. And they're like, oh, these are the people you should talk to. I'm like, nope, they're not in the portal no more. And they're like, oh, huh. And I'm like, cool, thank you very much for nothing. So don't talk to your insurance people. They know shit about nothing. Um, referrals, honestly referrals like ask your friends ask your network like post it where you feel comfortable that's where i landed like the therapist that i work with now i landed from a referral from a friend who was already working with uh him and he was like this therapist is amazing and another one of our friends was also working with him and he's a lcsw so he's also like in the biz so to speak so i was like okay like if he thinks he's also good then like this is a good good connect for the couple's therapist situation I tried to get a referral, but my therapist was like, yeah, I don't really know anyone doing that practicing in New York State. So it's a little bit challenging as well. So I try to do the whole like network thing. But where I landed currently is there are like a few aggregation sites that I feel like are a little bit more legit than like Psychology Today or like maybe ZocDoc. It's called With Alma. And it's it's kind of a portal site for a bunch of different doctors. But I think the information is like, a lot more accurate like people in network and out of network like i would look at the provider and then i would actually go to their site and the information on the site actually matched what was on the portal because like a lot of times for example on psychology today you'll see like a listing for the provider and it'll be like in network everything all the insurance and then you'll go to the website and they'll be like everything's out of network we actually meant like oh we just like take all the insurances out of network which is if you've ever done that, it's very, very different. You put all the money up front yeah. and then your insurance pays you back, which is cuckoo crazy. So a lot of the ones that I looked at, I actually bounced their site to see like what the official like coverage was and mostly matched. Um, still looking, but um, hopeful that that resource will work. And similar to your individual therapist, are you applying specific like filters of the type of person that you're looking for because i know you cycle through a couple folks for your individual yeah guy. i think that's such an important thing because therapy is like at least for me 80 percent of it is the relationship that you have with your therapist because if you don't feel comfortable with the person you're never going to get really vulnerable with them and they also will not get real with you in in the way that you might need it so for me as with my individual therapist i was like i need somebody who is in the rainbow mafia like i just don't think that it, it just would be really hard to explain certain aspects of our relationship and relationship challenges to someone who is not lgbt and specifically like also kind of looking for a gay man because same kind of situation like 
within that microcosm, there is like also another very specific experience that it just removes some of the friction of the conversation where you don't have to like set such a huge context up before your therapist is like, oh, I get what's happening. And even then, sometimes when you do that, they're like, I, like you're like, I, you don't get it. Having that same kind of identity reflected back at you makes you feel comfortable that the person you're talking to really understands what you're talking about, like really understands your challenges. And so like, those were the things that were important to me. Well, what about you? I mean, you, you found this through your, your lady, but was there any other considerations you had when you were looking at it? Honestly, I felt a little like I didn't have that many resources to lean on because I trusted my therapist the most from like a referral standpoint. And this was like the best she had <laughs> was like this institute that not, not even like a specific person, she was like, I know people who I think she said either like run the institute or like work very closely with the institute or whatever. So she could vouch for the integrity of the institute at large, but she didn't have like a specific person. And so I was like, good enough, good enough. And then the woman that we ended up being matched with in South Africa, um, again, it was like, I didn't really have the, like that many choices. So like you mentioned, there was an intake form, right? And so I had kind of like a double intake form situation. So for a couples institute, they match you with somebody based on your intake form. So it was like largely describe like your situation, like what are the things you're trying to work on? What are like important things to you that need to, you know, exist within a therapist, blah, blah, blah. And time zone honestly was like our biggest <laughs> restriction because nomad life. So it was honestly, it was kind of like whatever we can get. So like when they gave us the match, I honestly was like, do you have other options? Just so I know like <laughs> that I have multiple options. And she was like, honestly, you need to just, I I couldn't really tell if she was saying like, you don't have other options, or I think she might have also been saying like, we don't like to give like, like, this is the best person mm -hmm. that we genuinely think is going to be, you know, the best match based on your requirements. So I think it was a little bit of both where it was like, they think it's the best person. And also it was just like, your time zone's fucking it up anyway. Honestly, like I said in the beginning, I was like, is this the right person? But I think after maybe three sessions, then she like knew us enough and like was bringing a lot more value to the table where she's like knew enough about us to reflect back what mm -hmm. she was observing. And so it started becoming more personal and then at that point i was like okay and she like every time she's just such a like warm person so like every time she really like reinforces how much she cares about us and like how much she admires us and like can like see the potential for us to get past all the shit so we've grown to really like her but i will say there's a kind of fine line between like i'd say writing someone off right away versus seeing if there is a way for you to kind of like readjust or reframe for it to work well together but of course like I said we didn't have that many options so it was kind of like I need to make this work and then we lucked out that it did work once we got through some bumps but I hear you about like you know sometimes you just feel like there's no way we're gonna click but other times especially if you're strapped for options like you might be able to make it work if you give it a little bit more of a shot I don't know yeah, I agree. I, I think the feedback piece is, is really important. And it's, I think something that you learn through working with therapists is that like your therapist is not a doctor. They're not always right. And you can be like, 
I don't think you're right. I don't think you're reflecting, like, what I'm saying. And that's really cool. Like, they might misunderstand sometimes. They actually ask you yeah. explicitly often, too, is yeah. like... Is this uh, right? This is... Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't know. You Yeah, correct them, and yeah. then they'll adjust, yeah. So how frequently do you see her now? So it's actually pretty interesting, because when we first met her, she was like, I have, like, a very finite timeline that I see working with you guys, which I actually made it more approachable, I think, where she was like, between eight to 10 weeks, you will start seeing results. And so I only think you guys should commit to like eight to 10 sessions, essentially, but like once a week. And when we were doing this, so we're doing once a week for like eight to 10 weeks or whatever. But then it was like, by the end of it, she was like, you know, we are at like, essentially the like timeline that I said I had asked you to commit to, but I feel like there's still more I can teach you. And like, I feel like you guys are getting stuff out of this. So like, would you want to extend it, but like loosen up the frequency? So we're like officially past the like, you know, the time she initially pitched us of like, this is like the core shit I need to teach you. So we had been for the last like month or two been on a every two week schedule with her and now literally as of like we just had one today but we just decided that we're gonna do like every three weeks and then wean off to every four weeks and then just like wean off eventually because her main goal is to like teach us these frameworks and like make sure we're actually doing them because we know that they'll work if we actually do them so there isn't that much more that she can provide for us because her main role is not like an individual therapist where it's all just like, just what is, what's going on? And like, just tell me. And I'm just going to like ask you questions. That's not her main goal. So she actually wants to like wean us off and not need her eventually. But she always says this. She's like, I can't wait to see you guys in five years and see how far you've come. Aww, like that's her. That's yeah, so it's cute. cute. <laughs> well, this has been a great episode. Would we yeah. like to move on to the fortune cookie closing segment? Because we always like to end on a sweet treat. I think after this conversation, y'all listeners can feel where we're landing, but we wanted to have a last question in each other as to whether or not we think that couples counseling or couples therapy is useful and whether or not everyone should do it. I think it's useful, obviously, because I'm seeking it out. But, you know, I started at top of episode and I was like, you don't do it unless you have a problem. I still kind of feel that way because I feel like if you're in a good spot with your relationship and things are being communicated clearly and you don't feel like you have any troubles, I don't think you necessarily need to go to a couple's therapist. But I do feel like if you're starting to feel like there are certain challenges in your relationship and you don't know how to fix them or you feel like they aren't being addressed, then I think it's a good time to seek outside help to really make you feel like there's something changing about your relationship, improving and transforming. Yeah, that's basically exactly my thought as well. I don't think there's a one size fits all. So I also agree with almost anything in life that not everyone needs everything. It's similar to it's such a different topic. But like, it's similar to when everyone asks me, like, should I get my MBA? And I'm like, I don't know, even though I have my MBA. It's not like I'm like, yeah, get it because I got it. You know, it's like, I don't know, depends on why you're getting it and whatever. Anyways, so for this, for sure, same feeling of like, I think it can benefit a lot of people, but I really don't think you should just like randomly get into it for, you know, without like thinking about why you need it. 
I also think there is a certain time-based element to it as well of like, if you're really early in your relationship, it might not be the best time to like seek out couples counseling anyway, because you're probably still like learning too much about each other. Like that's the focal point before you like know that there's just just, like patterns and patterns and you're, you know, you're in it for the long haul Mm -hmm. and you need to like get past these things. I think that's really the point in which you would seek something like this out. And similar to you, I also feel like if people are genuinely able to, but I don't think many people are, if people are genuinely able to like work through conflict, because honestly, that's like the main reason why like couples counseling exists is to like work through conflict. If you're able to speak transparently, respectfully, and empathetically with each other, through conflict and express your needs and like try to make each other both feel good at the end and be kind of like in it together when it comes to conflict you don't need couples counseling but like most people aren't able to do that because we are all flawed people and we're our like number one priority is ourselves usually so you it's natural to go into like self-defensive things and to assume the worst of somebody else even someone you love so it's just like yeah if you're like super self-aware and you're super able to communicate and your partner's equally self-aware and equally able to do all these things you don't need couples counseling but if you're not you might want to consider it at some point if you can and you want to right it's similar to the individual therapy in my head of just like if you see the benefit to it and you can like number one afford it and also in this case your partner is like on the same page about seeing the value of doing something like this what what do you have to lose like i don't know yeah well listeners we hope you enjoyed this conversation about couples therapy couples counseling we would love to hear from you if any of you are currently thinking about interested in exploring couples therapy or couples counseling let us know what your experience have been what your thoughts are and feel free to shout that out in the socials and come back next week for the final episode (gasps) of this batch we don't do seasons anymore of this batch of episodes before we take a break for the holidays so yeah come back next week and until then bye bitches. bitches